nothing changes. Hey, welcome to the Relevant Student Ministry Podcast. We hope this encourages and inspires you on your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. We have two more of those for you. So the next couple weeks you get to see two more. I think the next two are, are even better than, than these, so I'm excited uh, for those. But hey, uh, like I said before, this is week two of a series um, we're calling Karaoke Kids. Um, last week uh, we talked to you um, and, and presented a challenge to you and, and talked about how you know a lot of us uh, tend to kind of follow the crowd. We try to fit in with, with what everybody else is doing. And, and so the challenge for you last week and, and really throughout this whole series is are you going to conform or transform? Uh, are you just going to kind of fall in line with what everybody else is doing, saying how they're acting and, and, and what, what might be cool or popular or whatever? Uh, or are you going to stand out? As God really is calling us to, is to stand out and, and be transformed. So we're looking through um, chapter 12 of the book of Romans. So in fact, if you have a Bible tonight or you have uh, some sort of device with an app on it, Bible app on it, you can go ahead and get that out and turn to Romans chapter 12. And throughout this series, we're looking at that entire uh, chapter. Last week we looked at verse 1. This week we're going to look at verse 2. And we're going to look through uh, that uh, tonight. But before we get there, and while you're kind of turning there... Um, I don't know how your family get-togethers go, um, but but ours, uh, you know, Miss Haley and I's can, can they can be a little chaotic sometimes because there's just a lot of people uh, in the family, especially on her side. Uh, there's just a lot of a lot of people, and so I, I don't know how your family does things, but most everybody tends to hang around in the kitchen because there's what? Oh, you guys are so smart. Yes, because there's food, and that's where. Everybody wants to be. So I'm always, I'm always caught in this dilemma because I'm like, I want to, I want to get my food, right? <laughs> you know, or, or, or I gotta fix something for my kids because they're like, you know, wigging out over here, or whatever, or, or whatever it might be. And so it's always like this, like I don't even know what you call it. It's always chaotic because I'm like, all right, everybody's always in the way. Like it's like get, get out of the way. Like other people gotta get, but they're just, they're just hanging out. Everybody's already eating and got their food or whatever. And they're just standing there in the way. There's too many people there. It's a full house. It's a full house. There's too many people there. So many people want to know what God's will is for their life, right? That was like a quick transition for you there. Switch gears with me, right? So many people want to know what their will, uh, what God's will is for their life. But here's the deal. For many of them, they have too much going on in their heads and their hearts. There's too many influences, too many other voices going on. Inside their heart, their head, there's a full house going on. And it's oftentimes hard to hear that voice of God. It's oftentimes hard to recognize when God's speaking because the world around us so many times, it's just just so loud. There's so many other influences and things going on. So tonight's message is called Full House. You may have too many other voices in your life going on. You may have a full house in your head and your heart tonight. Maybe there's so much going on, so much so that, that you are allowing those voices and, and those things to influence the way that you act, dress, talk, all for others' approval. Who's good at balancing stuff? Like, who feels like they're good at doing that? That's real close. You're my dear. Come. Would you like, okay, who would like to volunteer? And that's good. All right, Alicia, come on up. You got skills. Alicia's basketball star, volleyball star. 
You got some skill. All right. So here's a, I've got some balloons here. Um, yeah, just come right, right here. It'll be fun. Um, so, so I've got some balloons here that are going to represent different things that may be going on uh, in your life, right? Not necessarily bad things, but just things that they're going on in your life. So, Elisa, you go to school, right? Yeah. What school do you go to? Central Baptist Christian Central Baptist Christian School. That is a lot of words to say all at once. But right now, you're a student, so you're, you're juggling student life. So keep that. you got to keep it up. you got to keep it... You know, you don't want your grades to slip and fall, okay? So you got to keep it up, right? Uh, you, don't, you don't want to, uh, to, to make bad grades. You don't want your studies to, to fail or anything like that. Um, but then you're also athletic, okay? Uh, you play basketball um, uh, in a bunch of different teams. You do travel ball and play for the school and all kinds of different stuff. And then also I've seen recently you play volleyball. So you're, you got sports. you got some extracurricular things uh, that are going on. And you're trying to juggle all these things. You're trying to keep your grades up, um, but you're also trying to like keep your like skills going, so that you know when you're out um, on. The, oh, hey, oh, there, oh, there went English class. It just fell. We just dropped a grade in that. But then you know what? You've also got. Wait, I'm getting three. Hey, you got a lot going on, girl. All right. So you also got social life, right? You got friends that like to do stuff, and you like to hang out. And do different things like that. Uh, so, so you got your friends that you're hanging out with. Yeah, y'all. Man, there goes. Oh man, your game, your game just slipped. Your game just slipped. You can't jump as high anymore. You're slipping, falling, can't get up. So you got your friends. You got school going on. You got sports. It's just a lot. Those are just a few things. You just got a lot going on, right? But you also got family, right? You also got family. Your mom's awesome. I love Makia. She is amazing. So you got a mom and a sister and a grandma that, that you also uh, have to keep up with. And, 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 and there's just some things going on uh, in your life, right? And that's just to name a few. There, we could throw in a lot of different things uh, in here. You did a pretty good job. That was difficult. But you can go ahead. And can I take one? Moves. You can take one. Just don't distract anybody with it uh, for me. Good job, Alicia. Give her a hand. So there's all this stuff that's going on in each and every one of your life. And each and every one of your lives looks different than the next person. Some of you may not be um, you know, on the basketball team, but I know some of you are in chorus. Uh, some of you are involved in orchestra. Uh, some of you just got nominated for a homecoming chorus. Ooh, girl, Brianna, I see that. Hey, don't post it on Instagram if you don't want it said in, in the midst of everybody, okay? Uh, so there's things that you guys have going on all the time. And those are just a few things, right? And so you've got all these, these things going on. You've got all these maybe different influences because you got your friends and, and they're wanting to hang out on the weekend, but you know you got to study for that test. Some of y'all have these extracurricular activities, but you know you need to be at church on Wednesday night. All right, I'm just, like, I'm just throwing that out there, okay? So, so you've got, you got all these different, it's easy to let other things distract you, isn't it? It's easy to allow other things affect you and distract you. Maybe those friends are more than just friends that want to just hang out. Maybe they're, they're influencing you, whether they're saying things or not, but they're leading you in a certain way or a certain direction, how you should, should live your life. And you've got all these different voices, influences, distractions, all these different things are going on all at the same time. That's why I love summer camp. That's why God moves so much at summer camp is because you guys get there and it's only one thing. It's I'm just trying to get a hold of Jesus and have a week of no distractions and no influences. I'm just, I'm just focused. And that's why camp is so powerful. 
I saw Fusion, uh, Youth Convention coming up is going to be so amazing. It's going to be a weekend of all of us focusing on God. But it, it's so hard to hear the voice of God when there's so many other things going on. And there's so many other voices out there. Your friends. You know, I know you guys want to fit in and, and be accepted and things like that. So yeah, let's be honest, church right now, being a Christian is not real popular. It's just not. It never was meant to be that way. We got we've got media out there that's like ridiculous, and 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 they're constantly influencing us to think a certain way or or to portray people a certain way, and and, and so there, there's just so many different influences that are out there in front of us all the time. But if you have Romans chapter twelve opened up, let's look at verse two uh, tonight. Here we go. You guys ready? All right. Romans twelve. Romans 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for this night. God, I thank you for your word, and I pray that it would, God, it would speak to us tonight. God. It might speak to each person in different ways, but God, I pray that you would speak to us tonight. Let us hear from you. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. This is a pretty popular verse, okay? It's a pretty well-known verse if you don't know it. Um, it you know, it's, it's do not conform to the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so then you will know what God's perfect, pleasing will is. In other words, push all the other influences out of the way so that it's just you and God, then you'll be, know, be able to know what God's perfect will is. Because that's what we all want to know, right? We all want to know what our purpose is, what our place is. God, why am I here on this earth? So many people are, are, are trying to figure that out. But, but there's all this other stuff in our head and our heart. There's this full house going on inside of us that, that we're just distracted a lot, oftentimes. And it's hard for us to hear God's words. A, a word was sticking out of this scripture to me, and it was pattern. A, a pattern is something that is it's a, a repetitive thing. Um, ladies, you might have a really nice uh, dress and it's got a flowery pattern on it. So it's, yeah. it's a repetition of different uh, flowers and it all looks the same, right? Or, or, or it might be a, a set of uh, curtains in your house that have a certain pattern and it's just a repetition, a repetition of lines and, and, and different things. It's, it's, it's repeated and they all look the same, right? There, there's a pattern in, in your culture where there's a lot of people that all look the same. They all sound the same. They all act the same and that's what's considered the norm. But here's the deal. God is looking for some young people that are going to raise up a different standard, His standard, that are going to stand out in the midst of all this stuff. The Bible tells us that God has called us to be separate. We're in the world, but we're not to be of the world. We're, we're called to, to not conform. And that's my first point for you tonight is, is don't conform. Don't feel like you have to be like everybody else to be accepted. Don't feel like you have to sound like everybody else to fit in because you don't. You are good enough on your own. But so many times we're, we're constantly putting ourselves out there because we want to be liked. And again, I get that. I, I mentioned that to you last week. I get that. The importance of being liked and accepted. But at what cost do we do that? You know, there's this thing going around on Facebook now. People want you to describe them in a, in a GIF. Or GIF. Or how, nobody knows how you say that word. The G-I-F. It's like, it's like 
a 10 second little video clip with no sound and it just keeps replaying. It keeps looping, right? You guys, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? You've seen that. Yes. People want you to describe them in one of those. Apps. I'm like, how, how like, how, you're, got, you're just fishing for someone to give you attention. That's really what it sounds like to me. I'm, I don't do that. I'm not going to do that. So don't even be looking for that from me. Because I it don't really, I don't care. <laughs> That's just probably what it is. Um, many of us, We'll, we'll try to post things. If you're on social media, you know you do this. You, you post all the cute pictures of yourself or all the, the good pictures of you. Guys, you might post a gym selfie of you flexing in the mirror. You're, you're not posting. Listen, you're, not, you're not getting someone to take a picture of you struggling to get that bar back up off your chest, right? Nobody posts the bad stuff, right? Right? And we'll, we'll, we'll try to post... We'll try to post images that are cropped and, and there's filters and, 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 and we might even go in there and adjust the pigment of the way it looks, right? You know, we, we try to make it look so perfect, okay? And we get so concerned with our image and we get so concerned with getting, uh, you know, however many likes that we can get on Instagram or, or, or Snapchat or whatever it is. And, and we get so concerned about the way people portray us and view us and we're so concerned about our image, but why can't we be concerned about the image of God that He's given to all of us when He created us? That's the image that we need to be concerned about. That's the image that really needs to be perfected in our life. And we oftentimes even get that wrong, don't we? We get that wrong because we try to crop and filter the image of God in our lives and form it into our own likeness. You know, like saying that. Got quiet because you know it's true. We oftentimes do that. Uh, I don't. That scripture's hard for me. I don't. I don't. It doesn't really fit my life. But I like this scripture over here. That seems to work. And it's like we treat the word of God like a buffet, and we just pick and choose what we want. And we are oftentimes trying to create an image of God in our own likeness, and it's meant to be created in His likeness, in His image. You follow me? Let me talk to you about the media for a second. The media influences us whether we think so or not. They may not come out and say, you need to look like this. You need to act like this. They may not come and say that, but the emphasis that they put on some things and some people, it tends to influence us. Okay. So for instance, the, the media tends to glorify and glamorize people like the Kardashians, like Ariana Grande, like Selena Gomez, right? And again, they don't say that you need to look like these people or dress like these people, but they influence us in such a way and it sends a message to you ladies to say, listen, if you dress up like a hoochie, it's okay. It's okay and you're going to get a lot of attention for it. And you're going to get a lot of likes and a lot of followers on Instagram and all your social media. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're going to get a lot of retweets and reposts and subscriptions and all this kind of stuff. And listen, well, you can subscribe. To and then it's like this. Oh, if you don't like it, you can just keep on scrolling. Okay, you can, you can unfollow me. You can unfollow me. You can defriend me. It's my page, my post, right? Guys, the, the measure of a man, the measure of a man is not how big a beard you can grow. Even though that's pretty manly, it's cool if you can do that, but it's not the measure of what a man really is. 
It doesn't really matter how big your muscles are, okay? It's all going to get flabby and sad one day later on in life anyway. Look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? He, got, he was like huge, and now he's... Uh, uh, anyway. It's not the measure of a man. Guys, it doesn't matter if you're the biggest and the fastest and the strongest. It's not the measure of a man. For all of you, ladies and guys... The measure of a person has to do with your integrity. It has to do with your character. And those are things that come from the image of God that was imparted into us when we were created. It's the moral compass that lies within everyone. Some people have a really good one. Some people don't have one at all. And we're living in a country, in a society, in a time and day and age where people's moral compasses are just gone. What makes you a man or a woman your integrity and your character. And oftentimes we forfeit that by trying to fit in and seek acceptance from all those other influences and things that are around us. Whether it's our friends, whether it's the media, um, whatever it might be. And that stuff is out there. It's surrounding you guys. It's, it's constantly trying to, to pull you in. And we all want to find our place. We're all trying to find our place. Where do we fit? What's my identity? And and, and so many young people struggle with that. Because we all want to know that. We're we're trying to figure this this thing out. For some of you, you need a reboot. You need a reboot. You need to be refreshed, renewed. um, Because our identity is not found in anything in this world. It's not found in any one person or any one thing. Our identity is found in the one who created it all. That's God. That's where our identity is. Is found in Jesus. Which leads me to my second point tonight, and that's this. We need to be transformed. We don't need to fall into the same line, the same pattern, like a a bunch of robots, right? A bunch of clones, you know? We don't need to fall into that same pattern, but we need to be transformed. And the Bible gives us instructions for how we can do that, right? It says, be transformed by the renewing of your what? By the renewing of your mind. Listen, this is crucial for all of you. Because at this age, your brains are still developing. Now, depending on how old you are, because some of you are much younger than others, somewhere between 5 to 10 years, again, depending on how old you are, your brain is still going to be developing. On into your 20s, your brain is still going to be developing. So that's why it's so huge that you understand how important your mind is and your heart is and, and all the parts that make up who you are. And it's so important that you be careful with what you allow to influence you and speak into your life. Because you're still developing. You're still growing. So how do we renew our minds? We've we got to shift our focus. We've we got to shift our focus off the wrong things and on, on the right thing, right? We've got to shift our focus from what others may want or what others are doing and shift it to what God wants us to do and who God wants us to be. You got a clean house. There's a full house going. You, you got a clean house. You got to get out those those influences and those things that 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 are that are trying to to sway you in, in the wrong direction, and follow who God wants you to be. Listen to Ephesians chapter five, verses twenty one through twenty three. I think it's going to be up here on the screen. When you heard about Christ and were taught in Him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds. 
Kimmy, come up here real quick. Put that, put that jacket on right there. Everybody's got their favorite hoodie or jacket, right? Anybody here? All right. I, I've got mine. I keep it in my office. It gets a little chilly sometimes, so I like to get in there and put it on while I'm studying um, for the Word of God. You go. Well, hey, listen. Some of y'all got a favorite jacket y'all have had for a very long time, and it looks worn out. It looks used. It's got stains on it because you, you dropped the pizza roll, and, and, it, and it got a little sauce on there, and it didn't come out, right? Um. Some of y'all got that favorite hoodie or jacket that's worn, slapped out, and you need to get rid of it. But you don't want to, right? Because it's, it's so confident and it feels so nice. Listen to what the Bible says. It says to put off the old. Put off the old self. Listen, some of us, we're broke. Well, all of us are broken. But, but some of us are, are, are worn out. Maybe life has not been kind to you. Or, or maybe you've just faced some hard times and some struggles and some different things. Or, or maybe some of you are just going through some of that difficult season in your life where you are trying to figure out who you are. And so you've tried different things and, and you've hung out with different people. You've tried different fads and things like that to really find. And, and so you, you're just, you really feel just worn out. But the Bible says to take off the old self. Can you take that off? Try this hoodie. This, this one's... Brand new. I just took the tags off of it tonight. Try that on. See how that feels. We got to put on the new. That's what the Bible says. It says, take off the old self, which is being corrupted, which is being worn out, which is, which is our mistakes and, and sins, and, and it represents just life that's happened to us. And we're to be made new in the attitude of our minds. We put on the new self, just like this new jacket. We put it on. And it becomes who we are. Here's the thing. It's, a new, it's now a new mindset. Okay? It's now a new mindset. For many of us, we step into that and it's like, oh wow, this, this feels good. But it feels good at first, but then it's like, I don't know what to do. This is new. It's different. I was comfortable before. I knew like where I stood and, and, and I knew what was going on and, 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 and it felt it felt good sort of and, and I was comfortable in that. I, this is kind of this kind of wigging me out a little bit. I don't, I don't know what to do. And so many times, so many times we take what God wants to do in us, what God starts doing in us, and we take that off. And we keep going back to that old self. We keep going, we keep going in the trash and picking this old, dirty, worn-out hoodie up and putting it back on. So many people keep picking up their old self and putting it back on. God wants to give you a new mindset. Thank you, sir. You can sit down. You can keep it if you want. Alright. Don't get distracted. God wants us to put up our old self and put on the new and stay in that new mindset. But here's the deal. You can't expect to be renewed in your mind and refreshed in your mind if you're constantly going back to the old ways. If you're constantly going back to the old stuff. If you're constantly going back to that old hoodie and you keep putting it on. You can't put new over the old. It's not going to work. It's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to fit right. It's not going to work. But so many of us, we keep clinging on to what's comfortable. We keep clinging on to, to what we think we 
No, we keep going back to the old and then wonder why, man, this, this, this Jesus thing is not working. Well, it's not working because you keep allowing those same influences influence your life. You keep, you keep filling your head and your heart with all the things that, that, that shouldn't be there or don't really matter instead of, instead of God and who He wants you to be. It's like this, man. Our relationship with God should look more like Transformation Tuesday and less like Throwback Thursday. Once you accept Christ, you've got to begin to fill your life with Him. What does what is, what is Psalms 1, 1 through 3 say? How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners. How blessed is the one who doesn't follow in with the crowd? How blessed is the one that doesn't hang out with, with the wrong crowd and do what everybody else is doing and say what everybody else is saying and act in the way that everybody else is How blessed is that man? Who does not hang out with those people, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates man, once a week. Doesn't say that. And in his law, he meditates just on Wednesday nights for youth group. In his law, he delights man, when I can fit it into my schedule. In his law, he delights man, when I really feel like it. You feel me? You hear me what I'm saying tonight? You can't expect to get rid of that old self. You can't expect to refresh and renew your mind and have a new mindset if all you're ever doing is just getting your Jesus fixed on a Wednesday night. It's not going to work. You're going to constantly fail. You're going to constantly be disappointed. And then you're going to wonder why. Well, where is God? He's not here. He must not be real. I'm not experiencing Him. No, John, blame it on God. Well, it's us who's not doing what we're supposed to be doing. Blessed is the man that his delight is in the law of the Lord and he meditates on it day and night. He has a quiet time every day. He reads his Bible every day. He prays every day. Or whatever that looks like for you, maybe it's a combination of all those things. But you can't expect to transform your mind if you're not doing anything different. Then look what it says. That man is like a tree firmly planted by streams of water. Y'all say firmly. firmly. That man is like a tree firmly planted. In other words, he's set firm in God and who he is. So that no matter what comes his way, no matter what storms come their way, no matter what other influences come their way, maybe a bad day comes his way, maybe an unfortunate circumstance comes his way, maybe you slip up and make a mistake, but no matter what comes your way, you're going to be firmly planted and rooted in God so that whatever comes your way, you're not going to be blown away. That's what it's saying. But man, if you don't change your mindset, you're going to fall for whatever comes your way. And it's in the daily Routine of seeking God. He's firmly planted by streams of water. Firmly planted by a power source. That water is a life-giving source to that tree. It's, it's given it its nutrients. You've got to water plants, right? So that tree is getting constantly watered, constantly nourished. It's, it's planted by a power source. Your power source is the Holy Spirit. So by seeking God... By, by praying and reading your Bible, the Holy Spirit will nourish your soul. It will renew 
your mind. Follow me tonight. Jaden, come on up. Why don't you guys go ahead and stand up tonight? I'm going to get ready to close. I came across this story about a little boy. The little boy walked into the kitchen and told his mom, Mom, guess what? I measure myself. I'm six feet tall. And, and his mom looks at him perplexed and is like, Son, how, how did you come to realize that you were that tall? Mom, I used my shoes to measure myself. Well, son, you're, you're a small kid, right? Your feet aren't that big. They're, they're not a foot long. Yeah, but Mom, my foot goes in the shoe. So, right, that makes sense that I would... Right? Many, many people believe that they're pretty good because they're using a faulty standard. Many of you may be influenced by things that you are considering the standard for your living. If I can look this certain way, I'll be okay. If I act this certain way, I'll be okay. If I say all the coolest little sayings, I'll be okay. I'll be able to blend in. I'll be able to fit in with everybody else. But those things don't make us okay, do they? It's a front. It's a facade. Because those are just covering up all the issues that are going on on the inside of us. Issues that can only be solved and fixed and helped through Jesus. What is the standard that, that you have set for yourself tonight? Is it based and influenced on what everybody else is doing? Or is it influenced by God and the Holy Spirit working in your life? Listen, when Jesus was on the cross, He wasn't concerned about your Twitter status. He didn't care about your Instagram story. He didn't care about your Snapchat posts or how many likes you were getting or how many retweets and reposts you were getting. He was up there concerned about your soul, concerned that you would one day come to the knowledge of who He was, one day that you would accept Him. And here's the deal. No matter how you feel, He still loves you. No matter how you act, He still loves you. No matter how many mistakes you've ever made, He still loves you. No matter whether you accept Him or believe in Him or not, He still loves you. He accepts us flaws and all. He accepts us mistakes and all. He accepts us issues and all. He wants us to live for Him and not everybody else. You've got so many voices and influences around you. Can someone let Jesus be the biggest and the loudest voice and influence in their life? Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like more info about our student ministry, go to our church website, arisebrandon.com and click the About Us tab, then click Youth Ministry. Hope you have an amazing week. God bless.